I can't even sing. My voice is so gone. Look, hello all and welcome back to the Hilltop Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Jackson Jr. Joined alongside me, the man with the webcam, making him look like he's fresh out of Gotham City. To be honest, I wouldn't want to be in Gotham because it's too dark for me. I'd rather I'd rather be like in Central City or something like that. <laughs> you rather be in but Central City? He, this yeah, man just this man just sneaked just the flash. He was like, "Oh, Gotham City too dangerous. I gotta go with the weak superheroes." And let me go to let me go to Central City. That's what this man said. That's <laughs> what I heard this man say. Every time you see it, it be raining and stuff. People getting beat up all day. <laughs> they got sharks, gorillas out there. I'm like, what is going on? I'm good. Devin, I got a question. We are we are obviously a wrestling podcast. One of the questions is, do we watch every wrestling? Obviously. Yeah, like watch. Why, why, why exactly? No. Do we watch every wrestling promotion? Like be honest, the listening audience. Yeah, we don't. I don't. All. We don't at all. There's a lot, there's, yes, there's a lot going on. But man. I watched NWA for the first time, and I thought I had time traveled. Devin, I'm gonna give you some of the list of names that popped up. I saw uh, the tag team coral of, I think they were called the Dirty Sexy Boys. That was a tag team of JTG and Fandango. I was like, oh my God. That was like, that's where you guys went. First off, NWA doesn't have Oh, it was ridiculous. Like, NWA doesn't have interests. They just walk out to silence. You know, the crowd is, is it as lively? I'm going to be honest. The announcing took me out of everything. Then that's no offense to the announcers. I lied that it's an offense to the announcers because one of them was Velvet Sky. And I'm sorry, but can you tell me what Velvet Sky did to, you know, to make you look at her and be like, yeah, she needs to do commentary? Or can, can you see Velvet Sky in an announcer role? I don't think she's Renee Young. I would have never predicted that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Play, she's not like play by play. She's Beth Phoenix in the NWA, like calling for the calling the matches. And to be honest, it took me out of it. The announcer took me out of it. The wrestling was old school. Everything was pretty old school. It's not know, that I, I saw. Oh, I mean, I cut you off. Go ahead. No, I agree because I it was about a. 
it might be two months ago. I seen, I saw a clip of it, and I was kind of like, man, it got like, like it just like it was never, it never advanced to like what we're used to now. You know, I don't like, like I like you said, I don't you know stay up to date with it, but just catching just a quick a glimpse of it, I'm like, wow, like they really keeping it old school. Yeah, old school, old old school. Like when I seen them walk out with no interest, and everybody just booing and cheering. I had to rewind it like three times. I'm like, am I deaf? Like, am I missing something? I was like, what just happened? But I just didn't understand. I mean, I did understand it. I just didn't see why I haven't reached out to it sooner. If that makes sense, because you have yeah. you have your WWE alums, I guess. I guess you could say Chris Aldis, also known as Chris Masters. Well, formerly known as Chris Masters. You had Tyrus, who's uh the diehard Republican that is uh uh the Funkadactyl. I heard I'm spacing on his name. It was Brodus Clay. Brodus Clay, that's the man's name. Thank you. I was like, because when I seen him walk to the ring as champion, I was like, well, first off, I thought you was this. The last time I seen him, he was on CNN talking about, yeah, Trump is that guy. We need this man in that office. And I was like, okay. I hate you. Like, you know, it's like straight up, like, we, we can be honest here. But granted, still a, still a great wrestler. His political views does not, you know, equate to his wrestling. So, you know, not taking that out of the aspect. He is a good wrestler. So all rights for him to be champion. Trevor Murdoch, we saw. I was like, man. I feel like I went back in time. And it was just like the, the outcast of WWE. You know, with a couple of mistakes here and there. There was a how do would you watch NWA? Is NWA something that would catch your attention? Honestly, no. I'm sorry. Like, it's hey, just, I'm, then this man, usually he would take a minute. Usually he'll give me like a buck or two. He said straight up no. Because when you said that, I just pictured like when I last seen it, the NWA and I'm like, no, I'm good. Like it's, I can't. You you would have thought I asked this man, hey bro, you wanna run run pack you wanna run impact real fast? Like he said just straight up no. Never, no. I, I just don't, don't ever ask me that again. I'm like, dang, Devin. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, just I don't, it's not a part of my uh, aesthetic. It's just not for me. I'm not watching wrestling. Like, I need to get a nice stage. I need this. You know, I watch wrestling for wrestling and storytelling, but all the, you know, it's just, it's too dull for me. I can't, presentation-wise, for me. Yeah, no, it makes sense. And to be honest, something happened in that match. It was a... Uh, between the dirty sexy boys and a random tag team on spacing on the name. But but then Fandango, the guy tagged out and Fandango was gonna go for a super kick. But it looked like some miscommunication because Buddy dipped out the ring and Fandango just sat there. So the guy's tag team partner walked in, they kind of bear hug, fighting for fighting for position, and Fandango lost, so he got beat up, which was, you know, technically supposed to be happening because the heels had that advantage. So I was like, I actually like thought about to myself like that made sense. They didn't have to do twelve flips and fall on each other and to have this whole thing make sense. Did that is, did, do you understand where I'm coming from? Like you saying like it was kind of I didn't see it, so you saying like it was kind of like a clunky. Yeah, like the psychology of it. Bandango yeah. was in there by himself, about to hit a super kick. He hesitates because Buddy tagged in his partner. Yeah, so they kind of look at each other. The guy gets out the ring, his tag team partner walks in, him and Dango kind of hug, bear hug, wrestling for position until they get to the turnbuckle. And Dango's back here's a turnbuckle. Now he's at a disadvantage. Now he's getting stumped out. Yeah, see, oh. it's like th- things like 
blaming because things like that, that's the type of stuff that like kind of disengage you because you're like, hey, what's going on? Like that look kind of. I hate that type of moment. Like I'd be kind of into a match, and then like I see like a little slip up. I'm not looking for slip ups because honestly, I'm trying to stay engaged into it. But once I see it, now I'm like, what? That's supposed to happen? Like it's just you. It's that disengagement moment right there. It's like, yeah. But making it make sense was the mm-hmm. best. Was the best part about that? Because usually you'll see a guy jump from the top rope, land on each other, they hit the ground. The guy pops up, yeah. I just hit that dude, and then the guy gets back up. Oh, I'm not hurt that bad, you know. Let me let me roll into this ring, and let me, you know, you know, we're watching. And we talk about how AEW superstars are superheroes. So watching NWA, seeing some realistic fighting styles. Granted, it's not as exciting as AEW, but it makes sense. That's the only thing that caught my attention. Does it make me want to be like, yeah, watch this? Yeah, nah, nah. I'm sorry, sorry, NWA. But I just wanted to give that a little bit of light. We're on WOW 110 right now. If you're listening, we're on Fridays at 7. I wish my voice was better to make that sound a whole lot epic and insane. But, man, we want to thank Peter Carosis, Matthew Taylor, for allowing us to be on WOW 110. You can catch us on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and now WOW 110. So thank you, WOW 110. Catch us on Friday. Yeah, shout out to Y110. So you can catch us on Fridays at 7 and at 12 a.m. Devin, uh, you made uh, quite a quite a quite a take a couple weeks ago. Can you explain what you said to the audience and how you how it pretty much suddenly backfired on you? Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes I make these predictions and yeah, they don't pan out. Oh, and yeah. I said, I was asked, was Finn Balor being buried after he got drafted to Raw late last year? And I said, no, Finn Balor's going to be fine. They're going to have him in the WWE title picture. Everything is going to be nice for him. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> this man, uh, he he losing to Austin Theory. He getting beat up afterwards. It's just like, like whatever. And I don't know. It's, <laughs> I would say go back to NXT, but I don't even want him back to either. You want to go back to NXT 2.0? No, no, no. I'm saying, like, it's just, <laughs> I don't know what to, I guess they don't know either. It's just like at SmackDown, like you said, like he had reached the ceiling there with Roman, then you go to Raw, and it's like, what are you going to do there? And I'm like, yeah, find something. And yeah, he found something to just lose to Austin Theory and propel him forward, pretty much doing what Jeff Hardy, I guess, was previously doing. It's just Finn Balor to me ain't at that point where he should be an other. St- I mean, he can elevate another star, but I just feel like he's not at that point where, yeah, you know, that's why you're there for to elevate somebody else. I feel like he could be elevated as well. It's just not happening right now. Ever since that turnbuckle broke, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's and that's the biggest problem about this, Devin. If you had to guess, how old is Finn Balor? Isn't he like 38? 40. Man, it's 40 years old, about to be 41 in July. He don't have that much time. He's not. He don't don't make 40 seem at all, though. When you're a WWE wrestler, have it to. I feel like like Ric Flair destroyed age in wrestling. 
when Ric Flair started wrestling at age 70 and was still taking bumps on live TV, I saw it. The worst thing I seen, I remember this vividly, watching this at my mom's room, like, what is going on? Edge versus Ric Flair in that ladder match on Raw. Ric Flair's all bloody, getting he's jumping off ladders into tables. I'm like, Rick, you are 70. You do not need to do this. Like, you, the way your history is, the nature, boy, you do not need this. And now, he's... Oh, no, I was just like, we're talking about Ric Flair ladder matches. I was destroyed when he, uh, not destroyed, but I was distraught. There we go. I was distraught in that Money in the Bank match. He was in at WrestleMania yep. 22. And I think Matt Hardy, I think he did a twist of fade off the ladder or something like that or knocked him off. He hit the mat. I sat there and then he was like, ah, it was like a delay. I'm like, what yeah. the heck? Yeah. Because then he got like, that old? Right? They had to take a minute to like register. Yeah, they had to take him back. Then he started coming back out. I'm like, dude, stop it. Like, it's not even worth it for you. Yeah, bro. just to fall off again. I think, he got, I think he got hit with a chair shot at the last one. I was like, bro, was crazy. you're done. And like, like, that was, yeah, I'm like, man. <laughs> and at that time, Ric Flair wasn't as, getting as buried. I mean, he had evolution. He didn't really need to do anything extra. Mm -hmm. So you look at somebody like Finn Balor, who's 40, I got to figure out when his contract expires, but he doesn't have that one, another injury, God forbid, but another injury, that's, that's a lot of time. That's a whole lot of time off. AJ Styles, he's 40 something. He's looking for a small, lighter contract. Finn Balor, he asked for a lighter contract. You're not doing nothing. This man already said he doesn't see nothing in you. Nobody wants to. You had to push an NXT. Thank you, Triple H. But Mr. Man, Bruce Pritchard, none of them see nothing in you. And that's the same that goes with Cesaro, who's also about to touch 40. I don't think he's 40 yet. But you see somebody like Finn Balor, who was champion, got, a, got injured, has a relinquished it, went to NXT, took over there, got rose back up, and was like, you know what? We're going to feed you the Roman. That's going to be your job today. And you know what? I feel like I feel like Devin must have walked up to him and said that. I feel like that was a Devin thing, you know. Devin dressed up as Bruce Pritchard and like walked up to Finn you, and was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you make it seem like it's a dungeon. It's all dark. It's chains everywhere. It's just a locked door, right? It start moving and stuff. I'm like, hey, yeah, you gotta go get fed to the big dog Roman. Like I open up the door. Yeah, you know, you open uh, stuff, stuff. You ever seen Harry? I don't think you ever seen Harry Potter. Never. Dang. I, I won't make the reference yet. I. <laughs> It was a big dog in there. It had like three heads. And it was oh, I, I know what you're that's talking about, though. I do. Know yeah, that's that. what I'm imagining when you said that I had to feed on the Roman. I'm like, <laughs> not even then. I feel like he just knocked off Finn Balor's door. He was like, yeah, bro. Uh, sorry to tell you this, but you're gonna lose the Roman. You know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna like do anything crazy. You probably just gonna have a terrible snap on you. Like, like I, I hunt down people to sacrifice for the tribal chief. I'm saying, you give out, you give out the list of suggestions. You have the list of Devin. You like here, here's the people I think should be buried. Now, Devin, speaking, speaking of a burial, I gotta bury you one more time because you made another comment about another wrestler that didn't turn out the way you thought it would. I'm gonna just stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? I'm gonna predict nothing else. I'm saying, look, I can't wait Matter to run over too. I'm gonna predict that I'm broke. Let's see how that goes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Devin, what? What? What were you wrong on this time? Oh, you're talking about in regards to the Royal Rumble? No, in regards to this guy that you oh, got wrong. Gotcha. I'm like, man, this is the oh, second I got, time I, I tried to throw it at this man. Oh, because I could have sworn oh, you said Rumble. 
but no, 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 man, it's the pain, you know, it's still hurting from last night when I saw it. But yeah, you know, you asked me, uh, you were like, oh, Devin, uh, what do you think uh, they're going to do with Walter in NXT 2.0? You think it's going to be all right? And I'm like, well, that'd be all right. It's Walter. I mean, you know, arm behind his back, about to do that, you know, that's all. It's simple. It's been working for how long in NXT UK? How long was he champion in NXT UK? Like, come on, like something's working right. No, man, as it's, you know, match with uh, Roger Strong, it was a great match, too. Then they just had to mess up everything by letting him uh, introduce himself, say who won, and he didn't say Walter, he said Gunter. Gunter. Yeah, Uh, it it hurt more because I had just read about that they trademarked it, and, you know, people were saying about the background of the name. And I'm like, well, what are they going to use that name for? He did not ever pop in my head. Like, they may use it for him. Like, I never would have thought of that. Never, right? Yeah, I believe um, the last name was, like, Gunter Starks. Starks. I mean, Gunter Starks. Yeah, or Starks. Or, yeah Starks. And there's yeah. apparently somebody in NXT whose last name is either Starks or Sparks. It was a woman. Yeah. And so everybody thought they it was going to hurt. Like, yeah. And uh, unfortunately. It was totally over my head. Oh, definitely. I woke up, and everybody's like, Gunter, Gunter. Gunter, I'm like, man, who's this Gunter loser? And I'm like, why is Walter's face keep popping up on this Gunter loser? Like, I'm, I was so confused. Like... I had to go back and watch NXT to be like, who did this? Somebody debut? Am I missing something? And with that, you just did this man a foul. Why everybody besides Kaylee Ray? Why is everybody from the NXT UK being rebranded? Why do you need that? Why did Tony Storm need it? Why did Tony Storm need a whole? Her name didn't change, but she had a character change. She was a badass. And now she was crying, getting pied on her face twice. That's why she was like, you know what? She probably walked into that office. What's going to happen? Yeah, you're going to get another pie to the face. All right, cool. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Dipped. Like, no, I'm not coming back here. You guys are stupid. I'm not saying she said, I'm not saying she said, I'm not going to put words in her mouth, but I could assume that's how it would have went. But you have somebody like Gunter as well. Gunter, why does he need that? Walter is a menace. Walter, just just hearing his theme song, it is the most gentleman-like theme song, yet I hear it and I'm like, somebody's going to die. And behind the back, it's smooth, it, man. It's exactly. And Buddy's, what, 300-something pounds? Like, Buddy, is a, he's a big man. This is a big man who hits hard. His power bombs are ridiculous. His chops are scary. Everything this man do looks like it hurts. Why does he need it? Why does he need a whole, why does he need a character change? Why does he need any type of change? Bearcat Lee posted, for, the guy formerly known as Bearcat Lee posted that if what I'm hearing is correct, poor Walter, this man who also went through a character change. So it's just like, what, what is the point? I, I, I don't see what the point. You know, I, I, I hate to see like any story like, oh, they did it because of this and they did it because of that and they didn't want to do with it. No, like just let the man be Walter. You know, just it was fine. It's been working for how long? Like, see, every literally every time they do something like this, it always goes back to what I said. WWE, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Because when you do that, you're just gonna make more other problems. Like, just leave it alone. Like, like with uh, Keith Lee, like he was fine and he came up. You changed his music. You altered his gear a bit and you changed his fighting style. He was doing kicks and flips. You know, it was something different because he's a bigger guy. Now you want him to fight like normal big guys. Like, that's what made him stand out. 
and you wondering why ain't nobody going, oh, okay. Because you keep changing stuff, like leave it alone. Right. Gun- Gunter didn't have a name. He didn't have his wrestling style didn't change. We had to watch a match from him. Nothing changed about him until he picked up that mic and said, My name is Gunter. Like, exactly. he, like he had a it, fire match. That was a fire match. Literally, you could have just had that match. Everything he do, every it would have been perfect. Then you had to go screw it all over by having him interrupt the announcer going, Oh, it's got to God, like, come on. <laughs> now, how I think we'll see him do something stupid within the next month. Yeah, I, I think he'll be in something stupid in the next month. Hope it's like no, no, no new music. Or no, no, please, <laughs> scared. <laughs> That now, one person that is not scared at all. As a matter of fact, he's actually standing up for what he believes in is Ali. Ali said he has an important role in life. Like he has some, he has something he needs to do, but he cannot do that under WWE contract. So he asked for his release. Why didn't this happen sooner? Depends on what what came up. You know, maybe it was something like he had been trying to work out in the background and like find out, you know, WWE's like, no. And it's like, hey, I'm not really making a huge impact here. Where there's something out there, you know, I can make a huge impact in that I want to do. Might as well do, you know. I and feel like, like, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I just, that was pretty much it. Yeah, I was like, it's. I mean, if you got to leave and feel like there's something that you, if I got WWE restricting him on something he probably want to do, then I don't, it's not like we saw, I shouldn't say we didn't see him that much, but, you know, he wasn't making a big splash lately. I feel like when WWE told him, because when they said he needed surgery, they said he needed this major surgery, but he held it off because they said Vince and creative team told him that the the uh, group that he had, that horrible, that weird group of them hackers, uh, Retribution. That yeah, I was going to Well, when Retribution, when they said they was going to have this big uh, storyline ending at WrestleMania, and then they just ended up breaking it up at Fastlane, ending the promise that Ali had. You know, Ali wasn't going to have surgery at all. This surgery was major. Yet, they told him, well, if you hold off till WrestleMania, you know, we're going to have this whole blowout and you'll have your moment and this and other. None of that happened. I feel like he should have left then. I feel like that was oh, a yeah. final straw. Oh, he should have been left. But then again, you never know somebody's personal life. I don't want to get into anything like too serious, especially from a Chicago man. Shout out, Ali. But uh, it's just, I feel like this, this was definitely building up to happen eventually. Ali has... But it's just a, I, it's just sad to say, just a victim of a circumstance. Had a push, got it taken over by Kofi. Was going to get another push. Needed surgery. Was going to get another push. He had an injury back when he came out of uh, NXT. I mean, 205 Live. Like, Mustafa Ali had the cards dealt against him. But yeah, that still didn't stop him from being a great talent, a great promo. I like his promos, at least. I think Ali's a talented person. And to be honest, I think it'll be great to see him on AEW Dark. <laughs> oh, look, I'm sorry. To be honest, I mean that if he goes to AEW, that's where I see him going to AEW Dark. If Jay Lethal is on AEW Dark, if Adam Cole is on AEW Dark, yeah, Mustafa Ali's going there. What? 
I don't think it's like a demotion, though. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing that he's going to, but I'm saying if he does get signed to AEW, yeah, that's he, what you see him. Yeah, that's, I see him in AEW, I see him in AEW dark, beat up jobbers. And that's, that's something I want to talk about real fast. We're going to get into before we, before our Raw review. Devin, this is not really a Raw review. We're mainly, we're mainly just picking up the parts that we just don't like. And we're just voicing our opinions on it. Devin, AEW Dark, I seen two of the foolish, the most foolish wrestling I've ever seen. And this isn't me talking bad on AEW, on AE, but AEW Dark, got that's something that's got to change. Their format, from what I can see, from what I've seen for the past weeks and weeks of watching AEW Dark, you get an interest, you get a win. The moment you get an interest, the camera's focused on you. Everybody's all geek. The, the announcers are putting you over. Seconds later, and oh, I forgot this random guy in the ring that apparently nobody knows about, but he's going to go 15 minutes. Devin, I watched a 10-minute match with the undefeated Adam Cole against a random guy. No offense to him, but he's a random guy making his AEW debut. They went 10 minutes. They went 10-plus minutes. Adam Cole was undefeated. And he's on AEW Dark with somebody he doesn't know for 10 minutes. What We just saw CM Punk. We literally just saw CM Punk beat Sean Spears. Sean Spears was just signed to WWE. He came to AEW to get squashed in five seconds to CM Punk. But yeah, Adam Cole on the, on the freaking AEW Dark on YouTube is going 10 minutes with some random dude. Make it make sense, Devin. Can you make this make sense? It's hard. Like, <laughs> I'll put it that way. Like, I, I would try, but uh, it's kind of hard. Uh, man, it's... If, if every match I have to see is an entrance, some random dude in the ring, you guys go 10 minutes with a random person, somebody that we know nothing about. Yeah. Because when you bring that up, like, the setup, like, you know, like, you see, like, on SmackDown, like, you know, they had, you know, somebody's already coming out. It's already been a guy in the ring. You already know the guy's going to lose. He, you know, maybe local talent or something. And, like, that's great for local talent. They get to go and, you know, be work at a, you know, WWE production. Like, that's fine. But still, we knew it was going to happen. Now, to have AEW Dart, to have that same setup, but to have an extended match, it's like, I know this guy, like you said, is going to lose. Why am I, you know, investing my time into it? And why are you going 12 to 15 minutes? Why do I have to watch Adam Cole struggle to fight somebody? Yeah, I was, I was going to say, see, that struggle was going to make me go, well, if you struggle with this guy, we don't even know. How am I supposed to believe your credibility? You're going to go against these other guys on the roster, like on Dynamite or maybe even Rampage. You know, you just struggle with this guy we don't know for like 10 minutes. You know what else I seen, Devin? There was a six-man tag. Billy Gunn and his kids going against another group of random people. Billy Gunn's kids left him. It was a three-on-one handicap match, and Billy Gunn just wiped about it four minutes. Devin, four minutes. Billy Gunn, excuse me for saying this word. The last time we seen this man, I was five, probably four or five years old, looking at my mom like, why is this man shaking his ass in the camera? Now... 30 years later, 20-something years later, he's winning triple threat. He's winning three-on-one handicap matches. Granted. I do the, the math. I'm like, 30 years. 
See, that's why I changed it to 20, but this man don't listen to me. He always got to listen to the... See, that's why I don't see, but it's okay. I'm just going to go back and do what I was saying. But like... <laughs> it's just the fact of... AEW Dark makes no sense. They put it together and they're like, well... And I feel like that's what, it's, that's what it is. They're like, well, it's AEW Dark. It's whatever. Yeah, like I said, the name. <laughs> yeah, it's AEW Dark. Who cares? Dark matches. Really going to get a couple, couple views. Maybe, what? They probably did... On triple did they probably get triple digit you know, views like probably two hundred thousand, you know, two hundred thousand there, depending on who they got, five hundred thousand there. But I don't, I don't, I'm not interested anymore. I used to watch it because I want to see who's up next, what's going on. There's none of that whatsoever. Now I'm just watching foolishness. I only have one way to make this make some type of sense. Now, you know how WWE has Raw, they have NXT, they have SmackDown. Then you know yeah. how in the middle they'll have like their house shows, so like they kind of. I'm not saying they all, they're always wrestling, but like they kind of just, in a way, I feel like it's overdoing it kind of with the schedule. But AEW, they just do, you know, they're dynamite and like they don't have as many going around the world type of shows, right? Right. I'm thinking maybe that's a way to. I don't know. Then again, it's not necessary. I was trying to say maybe that was their way of trying to keep some people not fresh, but that you know, I'm like looking like how WWE schedule was like they kind of like constantly wrestle in a way versus AW is kind of like we have a show this week and then next week we have a show. Like it's not as many. Maybe that's their way of keeping people just constantly like kind of keeping it sharp in a way. There we go, keep people sharp. If that makes any sense. It's hard to make sense out of that whole thing, but I'm trying my best. If you're keeping if you're trying to keep it sharp, why aren't you using anybody on the main roster that wasn't getting that isn't getting any TV time? Like we before Jay Lethal showed up last week, last Wednesday, this man was nowhere to be found. Why couldn't he fight like uh two cold Scorpio? You know, uh, why couldn't he fight Adam Cole for a second? You know, for a small Terrence. How come you have somebody like Jake Atlas who fought on Rampage, even though he's injured right now? That's somebody. You could like you could have thrown on Adam Cole. That's so that's an AEW dark match. Adam Cole versus Jake Atlas. Jake Atlas, a guy that you just signed, can barely even use. So you're like, okay, let me just throw him in here with Adam Cole. Let let them go 10 minutes. Let somebody with experience go 10 minutes. You know what? You know what I'm gonna do? And I think my life will be pretty good when I do it. But I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna leave AEW dark in the dark. Yeah, because I, I like I said, I try to make it base. I just make my own hair hurt, honestly. Like, <laughs> just trying to put that together with the live events and everything. I can't say live event. Every event is live, obviously. I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> I tap out. <laughs> so I think about it like this: you, because that some most of the time they're not even hometown people. Excalibur will say they were in Florida going crazy. This and I don't think he'll say it like that. Obviously, he probably has a lot more bass in his voice, but can't do it. He'll, he'll say, hey, we're in Florida. We're going to go crazy, this and other. There's a decent amount of them jobbers out of Chicago. Well, at least from what from where I've seen. I've seen so far a total of three jobbers uh, from Chicago that haven't won. I haven't seen a jobber win yet. But yet, I'm going to AEW Dark to expect what? I'm not, a, I'm not, a, I'm not expecting every, oh, we, we're going to have these top-name people going against lose not lose yes losers i'm sorry if you're a jobber that is your job to lose you're not a loser 
character-wise. You're not a loser wrestling-wise. That's just your job to lose. So the fact that you can't do that right and you have to go 15 minutes against Adam Cole, you got to go 15 minutes against Orch Cassidy, you got to go 20 minutes with Hangman Page. For what? When you have somebody already on the roster that will probably take their spot that can go 10 to 15 minutes. Freaking Brian Cage. His wife is talking about all the time. Y'all got nothing for him. Put this man in a match. How come we don't see him on AEW Dark? Losing to somebody. Look, look, this okay, look, I'm going to throw in the towel. I feel like I'm looking at you and AEW like in the corner. You just stumping the mess out of it. I'm just like, bro, okay, just stop. Okay. We, <laughs> I just don't just understand. Because it don't make, yeah, it don't. The whole, like, when you really look at it on a microscopic level, it really don't, you know, make sense. Like, somebody out there may enjoy it, but I don't. So it's, <laughs> you don't either. So it's. Dang, never said you don't like it. I don't like it. Let's move on. Like that. No, 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 no. I'm just, no, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying because like I've been thinking. I'm like, you, you got good points, and I'm just like, well, why is it like this? Like, why are you putting like? I mean, just because you put on a ten minute match, don't make it a good match. It kind of made it a boring match because I knew where it was going. A long match is for a match that's been built up. I want to see these guys duke it out, not no random guy. Come on, I mean. Exactly. Now we have to that was tough. Make, and now we have to make the raw make sense. Probably even tougher. Devin, <laughs> Maurice hit Beth Phoenix with a brick. She should be in jail. Oh yeah, that's almost a that's a tip murder. When she pulled out a brick, I was like, this thing man needs to stop. I'm like, this this is oh, getting she, out of control. He literally need to stop. She heard what he said. Yeah, we can yeah, we can bring that up now. But to be honest, Edge and Miz's storyline, I couldn't care less at all. Yes. I I literally could care. Storyline yeah. like that should not stretch out this far. Exactly. It really and no, I don't. I I was tired of it with John Cena and Nikki Bella was going against Miz and Maurice. That's the thing. That's happened. Then you had Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella go against them. Like that's all they're there for. Like, oh, you a couple in WWE? You finna fight Miz and Maurice? Like that? It's getting kind of yeah. old, nah. And not only that. <laughs> not only that. You're getting nothing out of this. Even yeah, if you like even if you win, they got promos from the Miz and Misses. They got promos for everything the Miz is doing. The Miz probably made a crap load of money just by even showing up on the TV screen for you. You know, so it's like that's that in itself is just hard to believe. But then again, Edge, I, I find it hard to believe the Miz is getting paid more than Edge. But just this this whole storyline of it, I, I don't I don't like it. There's nothing interesting about it. I don't care that this is the new brood. And Beth and Edge take blood showers together. I could care less. Like, is this is it's just a foolish storyline? What is it like? Is no, it, no, no. It's just like a scene from Blade or something. I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's what Edge <laughs> is talking about. Oh, you gotta be the blood shower. I mean, Beth Phoenix came out of nowhere, growling on the center stage for ten minutes before you enter entering the ring. So it's just stuff like that. I don't, I don't. I'm not liking where this is going. The Miz, he was WWE champion last year, or what, a year and a half ago. WWE can do that. Like you could be WWE champion, and they make it feel like it was like okay. <laughs> you go, I yeah. was WWE champion. You'd be all mad. They'd be like, okay, and get up out of here. Right, exactly. He's like you were transitional champion, bro. Yeah, transitional. Yeah, like it's just. I think that's just messed up in itself. Devin, you mentioned. 
Vince McMahon and his unruly threat to Austin Theory. He said he was going to beat him. If he didn't win, he was going to leave him in, what was it, blood and snot and Kleenexes? No, just can't win. Yeah, some type of liquid. Some type of Something, weird liquid. It was weird. It was weird. Like, like I told you, Brock Lesnar said that. Okay, cool. Brock Lesnar, you know, I can see that. Like, I ain't trying to mess with that. Like, all right, threaten me all you want. I'm finna stand over here. But this man, hey, come on, man. Like, you're, no, like, you, <laughs> I ain't finna sit up here and let somebody like that tell, oh, I'm gonna do this to you. I'm gonna send it to you. Like, yeah, whatever. He said that oh, with a smile. Can... I'm gonna send it. To, I'm gonna chop you up and I'm gonna throw you down on the ground and I'm gonna take a picture and I'm gonna send it to your mom. I'm like, send it to my he mom. He could have just said, he could have just said, if you don't beat Finn Balor, I'm taking you out the rumble. That would have been okay. All right, let me go win. Like if I don't win, shoot, like I ain't gonna be. I mean, it's not as it's better than I leave when snot and blood. Okay, I would have just been like, I would have, I you know, I messed this up for you. Like it ain't got it. It's too much. A little too much. <laughs> yeah, it was really extra. It I get was, what you're trying to do, but you put too much mustard on it, man. And he talked about and way before this, like I said, weeks ago, he was like. AEW reach a demographic that the WWE doesn't. You know, they have blood, they have this, and WWE isn't trying to, we're family friendly, yada, yada. Just to have hmm. this, look this man in the eye and be like, yeah, not only am I going to do this to you, I'm going to do this and do this and send it to you. When he said send it to your mom, I was like, okay, he's trying to appeal to us. Like, you a younger, not us, but, you know, a younger demographic, at least 17, 16. You know, because I feel it's like... Just, it's just coming from him. It didn't really go like, Oh my God, I'm scared. It was more like, oh my God, you need help. Like, you know, it's just. Yeah. Like, I mean, if I was also there, I'd walk up, man. I wish you would. I would have laughed. I would have like, yeah. Take, take the phone, do it now. Nah, door, nah. Somebody knock on the door, open it up. This Brock and Bobby thought about some, yeah, bitch, you called us. All right, that yeah. Okay, I'll go out there. Yeah. I'll go out there. I'll go out there. What you want me to do, Vince? Oh, Finn Balor coming out this match. All right, I got you. <laughs> but the. The fact that it and it came at a cost of Finn Balor. Austin Theory is a great wrestler. Austin Theory, I do like what he's gonna do. I seen we mentioned it last week. We thought his ceiling, we could mutually agree that his ceiling would be Seth Rollins, or uh, what was the name that you picked as well? You said his ceiling would be. Oh, well, I, I said like a, like a Randy Orton, like a Randy Orton, a Randy Orton Seth Rollins. Good comparison, but it's just the fact of is it gonna take him being with missing man? to reach that potential or what he has to finally get up out of there. And I think he has to get up out of there with the quickness. I don't think Mr. Man is going to help him in any sort. Yeah, because it's only so much, like, if they're going to, because every time we see him, they just in that room. Like, if you're going to go any further with this, it's going to have to come a little bit more out that room. Like, if that makes sense. You know, like, when you had the authority, you know, they were obviously, you know, stuff would happen. They interject their power here and there. And it's, with Randy Orton, you had, you know, with evolution, like it's, it will have to, you know, end at the point where he has to break off and kind of just, you know, be on his own and establish himself more. This is a good jumping point. Well, start, yeah, like a good starting point, but it's not what's going to take you to, the, you know, throughout the marathon of it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, next is Damien. Damien and Kevin Owens had their match, Kevin Owens. Take them out with a knee injury to finally give Damian Priest his first main event clean loss. And it wasn't mentioned. Nobody said anything because, number one, I mean, I, 
you you were obviously undefeated when you were whooping the Miz all around for what ten months. So obviously you're gonna be undefeated. So <laughs> yeah, I was like, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if you were undefeated because if that's all you had to fight. But when you branch out on everybody, Indian Priest has been a great U.S. champion. But it's just the fact that this wasn't mentioned, this wasn't brought up, and he didn't have to turn into. We didn't have a mention of Damien, which I love. Because, man, that dude can go somewhere. Like, that whole thing, that whole character can get up out of here, for real. Devin, what do you think about Kevin Owens getting a U.S. title shot? And what do you think of Damien Priest's U.S. championship run so far? His U.S. championship run, it started off pretty good for me. started off really good. You had, like, ah, oh, shoot. I'm not, uh, it was Extreme Rules. No, what is it? Yeah, it was that triple threat with Sheamus and Jeff Hardy. But I was more impressed with the match that following night on Raw he had with Sheamus. It was like a no holds barred match. Yeah. Like, that was pretty cool. And like, you know, it showed like he can have these long, grueling matches for this United, you know, it gets that prestige. Like he really, they really fighting for this, you know, United States Championship. It was nice. He was having, trying to have open challenges like, you know, John Cena did. It was nice. Then they started throwing in this, I got this inner, you know, like this inner piece of me that I can't control. And da, da, da. no, don't do all that. Just put on great matches and just be you. Like it was fine. Exactly. Now, to be honest. Get, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, I was like, to be honest, if I'm a wrestler, and granted, this should be characterized, especially if you're Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is just walking up to him, hey, bro. It's just like, you know, don't let Damien come out there. You know, don't let Damien come out here. Like, I'm just like, you know that. Like, hey, like, it's a dog. Like, hey, 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 hey. Yeah, hey, hey. You about to lock Damien up with you before you come in. I'm playing with you. Like, but that's the thing. You're a wrestler. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens' mantra is fight Owens' fight. If I see Damien lift his hair up, eyes bugging out, looking at Kevin Owens, I'm expecting Kevin Owens to be like, what, what you trying to do? Like, you know, I was like, what, what's up? Like, Kevin Owens has had that fight Owens' fight mantra, even if he was. Stabbing his friends in the back, beat them behind the back. You know, Owens is a sneaky individual. We took, we've seen that in that match. I want him to take this title over to Damian Priest, to be honest with you. I feel like that's what's going to happen, too. Because this whole, you know, Damian thing with this United States championship is going to get dull. Like they even had to dull it even more by going, oh, with this match with, you know, Dolph Ziggler, if he even gets disqualified, that won't match. Like, come on, that's stupid. All because you can't control yourself. Come on. <laughs> like, it's just Go get help. <laughs> and speaking of help, we're just going to mention this real fast and then move on. Alexa Bliss, uh, Jimmy Smith was like, obviously mental health is important. You know, we all, everybody needs uh, mental help and some other, but he said something along the lines of, but Alexa Bliss needs it, or Alexa Bliss needs a lot of help. Trying to connect mental health with Alexa Bliss. And that's, I mean, granted, I understand what he was trying to do, but that's, I feel like you, you just was going, you're on a slippery slope. It's like one of the things you said, and you're like, uh, I don't know, girl. Like, <laughs> you look at the director, like, you ever been behind the scenes, you look at the director, like, man, I've been, I've been there a couple of times. Somebody said something. That I had to look at the director like, man, bro, I don't know. If we getting out of this break. Like, you know, I don't know. If we, I don't know. If we get an A on this one. If we get an A on this one. <laughs> but it's just crazy that. What do you think about that? What do you think about just them mentioning? 
like I said, I, I get what he was trying to do, but yeah, that's like that's a that's a real thin line right there. Like it's to me, it's not even worth it. Like it's it it's not really a risk worth taking, like making that type of comment because it's like it's too, it's too much of a it's a real thing. Like it's like don't play with it, you know. So it's, it's it's unnecessary. Put it that way. Like it, if you know it's a thin line, like why even try to play on that line? Exactly. But last but not least, Seth Rollins. Kevin Owens, the friendship gets stronger and stronger. The crazy, that's the craziest part about this Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, because to be if Kevin Owens wins the U.S. title, I think that's where Seth is going to go. And that's where Seth is going to beat Kevin Owens for the United States Championship if he doesn't beat Roman. But I honestly, I love the connection they have because it's like a, oh, we're, we're friends, right? Like, we're cool, but I can't trust you. Like, it's one of them, like, you cool. I like you. He asked, hey, bro, you want to go to the store real quick? Nah, bro, you a robber. Like, stop it. <laughs> like, you going to do something. You going to do something to get us in some type of trouble. Like, give me, get out of my face. Like, it's like, the, their bond, their bond is so, it's based on the sole fact that they're similar and they can't trust each other at all. That's my take on it. Devin, do you like their relationship and do you like Seth Rollins' chances going against Roman Reigns? No, I, let me rephrase that. Why do you think Seth Rollins is going to lose at the Royal Rumble to Roman Reigns? Oh man, that was funny. Hey, so you said that. I was like, uh. I like I like his di- his dynamic with Kevin Owens. It's pretty it's pretty fun because it's just like they're yeah like they're both two of the same characters just looking at each other like you finna do something. I ain't finna do nothing. Like you know it's just it's it's cool. It's a little fun thing. Like oh that's my best friend, but like I might do something to him later on. It's it's fun. Like it's fun that makes sense. It makes sense. It makes sense. I'm gonna say it again. It makes sense because sometimes they don't get that. <laughs> but yeah. man, buddy, yo, Seth Rollins, Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah, he ain't got no chance. No chance. He's undefeated against Roman Reigns. <laughs> I don't want to hear. It. That's that's this is a different Roman Reigns we're talking about right now. This is a different Roman Reigns. We're talking about. The guy that still needs hey, Roman. Roman. We ain't gonna, we ain't gonna talk about Roman. Right he had to, it had to be a whole bunch of stuff to get forcing him to even get a match. He's not gonna win against Roman. I'm sorry. It's, it's another Roman. This tribal cheat Roman. It's not gonna happen. Devin, the last time I see a Seth Rollins Roman Reigns match, Seth Rollins pinned this man clean with a pedigree. And when was this? This was when Dean Ambrose was still a thing. And that is my point. Exactly. I mean, a lot has transpired since then. Oh, yeah, God. Roman's Roman still needs help and getting getting some wins. Roman still, as we know, the longest reigning Universal Champion, which I love. And I love. First off, we love that we pretty much called this. We didn't call it, but we said this is something we wanted to happen. Let's look at we we got tape. We got tape. We got tape. I, we we both mentioned that we want Roman to hold the title for a year plus. I mean, Devin, do you want to see two years you of the tribal chief? You had a little hint of jealousy when you said it, though. I, I said it with, like, nice and pride, and I was like, yeah. You said it with a tear in your eye, rubbing the Roman Reigns poster <laughs> behind you. He's like, I swear to you, bro, he ain't losing. <laughs> oh, man, it's... I honestly feel I'm going to make a wild prediction for this year. Uh, oh, what? This the, what, the fifth one? 
It's like a fifth wild prediction. Ain't it, yeah, it just on. started. I've already made some crazy takes. Um, I'm thinking that this is the year. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say at least around SummerSlam, Roman will lose that Universal Championship. To be honest, I can't be mad. We've been spot on, at least with title reigns. We've been spot on with Roman Reigns. We've been spot on with Big E. We're spot on with Drew McIntyre being pandemic champion. He came back. He was like, yeah, Bobby Lashley coming in. Congrats. It's not funny. So it's like, I mean, I mean, this is, you're not wrong. I know. I know. But, so I do like the way we're going with these predictions. But all in all, I really don't see Roman holding it for two years. I do see him losing it probably around the same time, SummerSlam, or a little but, bit earlier than that. Because, I mean, it makes sense. Like, if he goes this entire 2021, the entire 2020, that's, that's too much, too much. I know you want to push him. I know you want to make him who you want to make him. That'll be too much. We we get it. We get it now. At least I know I got it. I don't know about you. If Brock Lesnar is still a baby face and him and Roman fight at WrestleMania, I could see Roman losing, dropping the title. That's the thing. I don't see it happening at WrestleMania, though. Why? Wow, he some reason he I already had a great WrestleMania. Well, although, okay, okay, I see. Although, that would be a bigger shocker. Not shocker. It would be a bigger, like, oh, shoot, moment. If Roman Reigns literally stacked up two humans together. Okay, okay, and okay. And won okay. WrestleMania. <laughs> like, he that, if that isn't WrestleMania moment, like, worthy. He even had plenty of them. Yeah, I'm like, and that was, what, the seventh one going on eighth straight? Like, come on now. He's just run together. Like, <laughs> he just needs to drop this title. I don't, I, I don't say he needs to drop the title soon, but this year. Yeah, it definitely will be this year. And that's the sad part because when he drops the title, I don't want to see him. I don't want to see him for at least a good two, three weeks. I want to miss this man. Do you see Roman in AEW? Okay, I don't want to see that. That's the last he, thing I want to see. He bringing back Liaki. Quit playing. Like <laughs> there's certain there's certain people on the WWE roster that I don't want in AEW and vice versa. Because your your style just doesn't belong. When I heard Daniel Bryan was going to AEW, I was like, man, y'all tweaking. I'm like, man, whatever, whatever y'all are smoking. If my mom allows me to smoke, I would allow that y'all to pass me some of that because that because that is just foolish. But it's just the the man, that's so politely. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I had to be. I'm trying to be cordial. I'm not trying to go to. Would you, gentlemen, please share me? <laughs> yeah, like they, like I can just see everybody just in the corner smoking, just doing stupid WWE takes, like just like every smoke. Yeah, bro, I just think it's Mickey James' year this year at WWE. Like, what? What did you talk about, bro? Let me hit that. Hey, pass that to me. Like you know, it's like, hey, bro. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but, I'm, I don't mean to endorse cannabis here or endorse any type of drug here, but I do. I got one thing, one more thing that we have to talk about. Then we'll go into the dream match. SmackDown. We won't go too deep into SmackDown because we're going to do that on Saturday, Saturday or Sunday. But Devin, are you an Aaliyah fan? I am not currently. I haven't been bought in to it. I said that so like. I said I felt like Walter when I said it. Yeah, I, I, I haven't been bought into it. I haven't been bought. <laughs> like, dang. Mm, yeah, I'm just, I, I just, I'm not feeling it so far. I'm not feeling it, Mr. Krabs. I'll put it that way. No, I mean to be honest, it's, I don't like her. 
I don't like her. I don't like her one bit. And that's not coming to her personally. That's not coming. I just want everybody to know that. That's another thing. When we talk about these wrestlers, sometimes there's so much aggression in, I, I would say in our hearts, but sometimes it mainly just be me going like, hey, this is stupid and I hate the world. And then, but like, mainly with me and Devin going on our tirades, it's based solely based on the character, not based on the person themselves. So when I say this, I do not mean this by the person. Aaliyah needs to go home somewhere. Aaliyah needs to go. We need to see her in AEW dark somewhere because that, to be honest, her and Natalia, when they were going, Natalia talked about the Guinness World Records, and Aaliyah was like, I didn't even know that was a thing. But the way she said it was so fake and so everything that every time she opens up her mouth, it just sounds scripted. She can't fight to me. She just, her facial reactions are awful. She is literally the epitome of Maria Canellis back in 05. Couldn't wrestle, couldn't do nothing. Just sat there and like, I just, I had enough. Maria, can, can Maria, can, now Maria Canellis, pretty established woman now. Back in 05, Devin, were you itching to see a Maria Canellis match? I wasn't, no. Were, were you itching for a Kelly Kelly match? No, I, and and now we are we are not as of right now interested in an Aaliyah match. Aaliyah versus, especially beating Natalia in three seconds, making a new Guinness World Record. Number one, the lady already just because she didn't ring the bell, Natalia was beating putting the beating the brakes off of her. The bell rings, she rolls up, she just hits her with a roll up. Number one, the match. I feel like the match is already like seven minutes, so the whole thing just stupid. Aaliyah is not ready. Liv Morgan is way more oh, ready. I was gonna say, I thought you were gonna say she was not ready. I'm like, come on, no, man, don't make Liv, that comparison. Liv Morgan, we see what she can do in the ring. I don't have a problem with Liv Morgan being in the ring. I don't have a problem if there was a woman's mid-card champion, Liv Morgan is a front runner. I don't have a problem with Liv Morgan. If we didn't see her do any of this in the past couple of weeks, say if she fought Carmella, she fought Zelina Vega, she fought Naomi. Say she fought all these people besides Becky Lynch and won the World Rumble. I would not be upset. I would not be upset. I would not be dogging her the way I would be dogging her now. But you bring somebody like Aaliyah in our face, who's clearly, clearly not ready. I think that is a foolish thing. And I feel like it's, you're setting WWE back 10 years. Am I am I being too extreme? Am I being extra? Uh, I mean, ten years ago, yeah, it was a good. It was it was pretty good. He's trying to say like yeah. He's trying to say yeah, but he don't want to say. He. How am I being extra? <laughs> I I mean, you're not being extra. I just you you're you're probably like two degrees a bit more than I, I I'm taking it like. <laughs> But that's understandable. I get what you're saying. I just uh, that's like you said. It's not. I'm not. We're not attacking her. Like, yeah, you suck. You need to stop. You need to go home. Quit. No, it's just some things just need a bit more time to just put put it back in the oven real quick. It ain't done yet. Like that's all. Like we 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 might we might eat it. We might like it. You know, we'll put it back in the oven real quick. That's my standpoint on it. I'm just not. It ain't. It ain't really clicking for me right now. That whole you know, world record thing. I didn't know that was a thing. Like, don't make her look that stupid, man. Like, it's just, come Everything on. she done, everything she says, every time she, oh, when I see her face on the screen, Devin, I cannot lie to you. I want to turn the whole TV off. 
throw it okay, in see, the hallway see, and be like, see, okay. I'm done with Slay Okay, Girl. okay. But, okay, so you okay, you are going too far, but I forgot you are the man who wanted to throw his Xbox out the window if Liv Morgan. <laughs> Look, if Liv Morgan just wins the if she throws Bianca Belair or do drop over the top, bro. Yeah, my Xbox is gone. I'm sorry. I I, I need to convert to a PS4. She not throwing them. She may drop kick somebody. If Liv Morgan has more than five eliminations, I would be I'm gonna feel some type of way. But it depends on how it goes. I wanted to see her. I think this will be her spotlight match, to be honest, but I just don't want them to go overboard. I don't trust nothing this man say when it comes to Liv Morgan. But then again, we got Aaliyah in the Royal Rumble. How many eliminations she thinks she's going to get? That ain't going to be that many. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if Liv Morgan take her out, I might just stand. She might get a standing O for me. I don't why want so Aaliyah. Much, why you got so much hate in you right now? I don't have. It's not hate. It's just not, when I see. hate. Aggression or just yes, aggression. I mean, first off, I hope you guys can hear it in my voice. I'm not, I'm not sick, sick. I just lost my voice, but it's just, it's just the fact. Yeah, I was, I was too busy yelling at my screen at Aaliyah, telling her to get off. Like I was like, this is stupid. Like, bro, like to be honest, I don't have a problem with her character. I just want to see her in NXT somewhere. Leave SmackDown, leave Raw, go to NXT. Mandy Rose. I never thought she was a terrible wrestler. I just thought she was an all right one. Like, I thought she was the way Liv Morgan is now. Well, Liv Morgan's good. Like, Liv Morgan had a couple tears over. But when, when Mandy Rose was there, I thought she was all right. Got the NXT. Okay. You, you got a little bit of moves here and there. You got the, you got a nice wig. Now, I kind of want to see you move up. Aaliyah, you got to go. You got to. You need to. No. Because even to watching her interview, she was like, yeah, I was at NXT for like six years. Oh, really? Whoa. I'm sorry, but uh, I'm sorry. I don't want to say it, but, uh, you know, that's, I don't see it. I don't see it. Uh, I really want her to get more exposure. But because if I see her one more time over getting more TV time over Naomi, getting more TV time over over what? I'm trying to think of some of the so some of the divas on SmackDown. I heard that word in a minute. But, but yeah, diva women's wrestlers. Wow. Uh, See, I was watching. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm a huge documentary person. Said, I I felt I felt so I felt so thrown back in time that I just <laughs> yeah. But I also I'm a I'm a huge documentary person. I was watching the documentary like title matches. I, that's all I do on YouTube. But like so divas, yeah, divas look that, and that's his disrespect. And for me. Calling them divas, I feel like that is a level of disrespect. So I will apologize because that is an old term that has died out and needs to stay out. But Aaliyah is under the diva category. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You're in the diva category. And when the next, and every time she comes in on this show, Devin, I'm going to announce her as the diva Aaliyah. The diva Aaliyah. Until I see, until I see, I feel it in my heart that she's ready and she's going to go crazy. And I have faith in her. She's just a diva on the SmackDown brand. I'm sorry. At least it rhymes. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to spew all that minimal in the world. But now we got to get into this. I got to listen to some Mr. Blue Sky after this or something like. And I, I just don't know what's. I don't know. I was. I was just feeling it. I was just feeling it. It was in my heart, so I had to let it be known. But Devin. We have a dream match. 
And I ain't gonna lie to you, it was hard. It was hard picking a picking a dream match for this for this one, just because I just didn't know. I just didn't know, and there were so many names getting thrown around. But look, you wanna know something crazy? I'm kind of scared, but I'm I'll 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 I know say like you done built it up like. <laughs> I mean, look, we always sometimes the same names come up. Sometimes the same different people come up in these. But Devin, can you give me somebody that you're really itching? Somebody that you can be on a a pole, a flagpole, like, not a flagpole, on a tree stump. That's what I meant. I don't know why I got flagpole and tree stump. You can be on your tree stump and be like this guy. Is the next was the next best thing, the greatest wrestler, the guys that ever. He's that guy. I'm assuming that would be the rock for you. I'm gonna go with it, honestly. See, look at you. Look, uh, he looked at me crazy too. He was like, I mean, because you, you know, you know, because my mind was going like in there, but I wasn't. It wasn't what I was looking at. You said I'm like, what? All right, I guess <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Because now he has to find his way to, to beat Brian Danielson. Devin, even though you said you was going to go on this tree stump and be like, you know, the rock this, the rock that, do your little eyebrows, you do your little, you do your little, get everybody getting pie, don't you know how you're happy, sunshine stuff. Devin, who do you have in this match? Okay, okay, this is. And okay. And <laughs> I'm gonna have to say, I'm just trying to replay one match in my mind just to get an idea here. This is tough. Yeah, dang man, I can't stand you. They gonna sit up there and look down on me and everything. Like, yeah, I got him now. <laughs> ah, he'd be like, but, I'd be like, Devin, who you got? He just. He make coffee. He be he be bro. He be combing. He be combing his beard. He give himself a lineman, and then he be like, <laughs> "Yeah, you got me. I don't know. I mean, you. you this is a good match. This is a really good I match." I just be throwing some weird matches at me. I'm like, "What? Okay, okay. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I know I be leaning right in these things. Sheesh. And I can't stand you. I'm, I'm gonna have to go with uh. Wait, which one did you say? The Rock versus Brian Danielson. Oh, I'm sorry. No, since it's your pick, it can be any rock that you want it to be. So I'm pretty sure it'll go prime rock, whichever rock any, you want. Any rock. Oh, shoot, any rock. See, look yeah, at that. This is uh, you for no, those that are watching no. on YouTube. You gotta see this man smile. Any rock? Any rock? I'm gonna pick no, your you rock. Know, I thought it was oh, me. My, <laughs> my favorite rock of all time is 2003 rock. And I can go, I can make a whole episode about that, but I won't do it right now. I won't do it. That rock inspired me right there. But um, I, it's going to shock you the way I built this up, but <clears throat> I got to pick Brian Danielson in this against the rock. And only because I just, I know sometimes it don't matter when you look and go, well, he beat this person. That means he probably could beat that person too. Because I just think that man beat John Cena. Yeah. John Cena eventually beat the rock. So, I mean, it's just that would be a dice match. I just feel, yes, The Rock is a bigger 
frame size, obviously, he's, you know, built bigger. Like, that's, you know, he has a size advantage they're going. Uh, the power advantage as well. But Brian Danielson, he's just, I feel that one, he'll still be able to pick him apart once he, you know, once he can get, what's that word I want to use for someone? Weekend the Rock's foundation, which I mean, like legs, obviously. I can see him, you know, getting them kicks in, you know, weakening the legs. I mean, you're taking away that uh spine bust, you're taking away the rock bite, like you know, you're taking away his power moves, like it's some stuff that he ain't finna be squatting waiting on you. Cause if you do the warm, like right right dancing will wear the rock down, I'll say. I don't see the rock wearing him down. He may overpower him in some ways, but I don't think he's gonna outlast Brian Danson. Brian Danson has a bit more his submission repertoire than the rock does like the rock what he the sharpshooter that's and it is a weak sharpshooter yeah i used to see it on like smackdown with such a revival i'm like look at this weak little mickey uh sharpshooter like it's just man. that's what i oh man you should have seen this boston crap that this jobber had on adam cole on aew dark he like it was a Boston crowd, but he had to switch to a one-legged. I was like, get this man out of here. Like out I was like, here. this is awful. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you good. That's that big. No, that's funny. <laughs> Gotta go to one leg. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I just just thinking about what I've seen Brian Danson take on and come out. I I don't see why he can't take over the rock. Take over. Take yeah, take over. I Take, you know what I'm trying to say. God, like, I'm already yeah. defeated. I'm already defeated by going against my own pick. So I'm just meddling my own defeat, making it. That's okay. I got you. I'm going to explain to you why The Rock is a shoe in for this match because The Rock has a lot of resilience. You know? It doesn't take one finisher to get rid of The Rock. Look at Stone Cold. Look at John Cena. It doesn't take one AA. It doesn't take one Stunner. It doesn't take, it did take one F5. It did take one Jackhammer, obviously, because these are. Swole men, but then again, Daniel Bryan couldn't laugh because Brock Lesnar lead it. So when you're looking at that, The Rock, his resiliency in a match, the will to not give up, The Rock is it easy to get rid of. The Rock has that grit in him. I mean, granted, Brian Danielson, we just started seeing that now. We just started seeing the, the viciousness of Brian Danielson. But The Rock, The Rock has the greatest comebacks of all time the rock if you put the rocks like when you talk about wrestling comebacks you gotta hit the rock you have stone cold luke S. press you know john cena five moves of doom you know the rock has his outstanding comebacks that ended with spine buster you hit the and that's the thing when it comes with the rocks comebacks the rocks comebacks come sometimes most of the times not most of the time sometimes it's the end of the match once he has a spine buster Elbow drop, not elbow drop. Look at the people's elbow, it's wraps. What comeback do you know is automatic like that? I don't, and some, most of the time, and that's the thing. He's beating people with an elbow drop. An elbow drop. Relax, relax, so it's like, relax. They used to bother me too. Because <laughs> yeah. I just look so weak on the video game. I'm like, we're going to lose today. <laughs> yeah. Cause even then, like, I mean, back when I was little, I was like, yeah, that's right, it's rap now. But like, now I'm like, I mean, what? I wish somebody would. I mean, you could do that to me while I'm sleeping, and I promise you, I'll take out that too. Like, you know, like, <laughs> be like, oh, I'm good. Yeah, I'm like, man, get up off me. What you doing, bro? Go back to sleep. Like, get up off me. I'd be yeah, mad they elbow ass you when they did it. 
I just I just went to the Hilltop Championship. Sorry. I'll go back in the room. Sorry. Man, bro, I gotta lock the door now. <laughs> Made my elbow ask you for extra impact. <laughs> right. I'm like, dang, what's going on here? But look, I got the rock going into this match because Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan has a tendency to slip up. Daniel Bryan always has tendencies to slip up. And we already tell his head has no effect on him whatsoever. We've seen that in the Hangman Page fight. He's headbutting the crap on the Hangman Page. Obviously, he doesn't. And I almost, I almost threw up, to be honest with you. Watching Daniel Bryan, a man who has suffered many head injuries, just giving another man headbutts. So I'm like, okay, this, is a, this needs to stop. But then again, you can say that about The Rock throwing chair shots at Mick Foley. Like, this has to stop. But so I think both have edges to them. Obviously, The Rock, 03 Rock is your favorite rock. That's the, is that, correct me if I'm wrong, that's heel rock. That's guitar rock, right? Yeah, exactly. So that man, that, that man has a, has a whole another edge to him. You already seen, he walked out, man, there's one thing I haven't done at WrestleMania. That's whooped that candy ass. I'm like, man, something along the lines to Stone Cold. So The Rock, and he beat Stone Cold at WrestleMania. So it's like that's what I'm saying. That old through rock was just that was something else. Man would just come out with a leather jacket, it's leather pants or whatever, and just roast everybody for no reason. I'll tell you, and it was the, all it was all justified, <laughs> like, right? And the rock, and I was gonna make this analogy because, like I said, I'm a documentary person. This morning, I actually seen that Bret Hart. It was a Bret Hart shoot, and he was talking about how. He, they was going to put him in line to be Intercontinental Champion. But he said he didn't want it because Rocky Maivia just won it. And he was like, that will mess up his whole push. But he was like, no, nah, I'm going to let the, the youngin get his sign. And then months later, Montreal Screwjob happens. So as, as crazy as that is, you know, we can say if it wasn't for Bret Hart saying no, The Rock wouldn't be who he is now. We can say that if CM Punk doesn't leave out and everything just doesn't explode for raw daniel bryan isn't in that triple threat match and daniel bryan isn't winning the wwe championship i'm just saying that the rock more big time matches big stone cold hulk hogan this man is fighting big time players yeah you mentioned john cena that's cute but you know what john cena's john cena's our champion that's for our age the rock was beating up our legends our favorite legends and then came back and was like you know what i see john cena over there let me beat him up too because i got the time he might and that's the crazy part <laughs> He might, he might come back this year and be like, hey man, I got this golden egg and all I gotta do is just beat him Roman. Let me beat him Roman, you can have this golden egg, Vince. Let me with my cousin real quick. <laughs> so, and I'm and I'm not putting money down on Roman. Oh no, I'm not putting Roman down on uh, the rock on that. I'm not putting money down for the rock because that's not that's not happening. But going to that, the rock is just big time, big time matches, resiliency on point. He doesn't need any submission moves because he has the basic four that'll put you away. I like his resiliency. I like his chances. The Rock for the win. The Rock for the win. <laughs> Funny man, you you been saying his name like Vince McMahon. The Rock. The Rock. The Rock. Rocky, my via Devin. My computer is on nine percent. Is there anything you want to say before we oh, close out this show? Hey, mine ain't mine ain't dying. That's the crazy part. Mine ain't dying. I don't gotta tell the world this is stupid. <laughs> I don't gotta tell the I don't have to bury the whole podcast before. But my it, no, dies. but no, 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 no. But it was okay when we started the episode. I was at one hundred. 
100. I ain't going to go too long since I just heard your situation. That's why I said it was what it was. You go from 100 to 9%? No. So, yeah, it was some issues there. But they're fixed now, and that's all that matters. Ladies and gentlemen, I won't keep you too long. Man, 2022 has been really crazy. It's only going to get even crazier. And, hey, we got a lot of stuff coming up on the horizon. Like I said, we're on WoW 110. Yes, huge shout out to WoW 110. Devin, sorry, I didn't want to cut you off. We just got to gotta wrap it up. We got to get out of here. And so thank you all for listening. You can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and now WoW 110 Fridays at 7 p.m. and at 12 a.m. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Heel Turn Podcast. Check us out on iTunes and Spotify every Saturday for more wrestling news and to be a part of the conversation. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Heel Turn Podcast and on Twitter at underscore the Heel Turn.